0: Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Jack Bencini with Maximum Value Partners. And I'm here with my partner of 20-plus years. God, that long, Adam. We've been together for a while. That's Adam Sunhalter. Okay. And we're partners, as I say, in maximum, maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches. And what we do, we... Take our clients' episodes that that we we have with them as we teach them and work with them as coaches, and we take any business, usually 25 employees or less, and we help them achieve success that they never really thought possible, if they're coachable. And we go through a few uh, systematic uh, routines before we take on anybody. We don't coach everybody. You got to do well in a little uh, five minute exam, and we get a little insight into your soul with that. So, uh, we learned early on that if we thought we could do this with everybody, teach them business, the business side of business, and uh, provide mentorship that's just outstanding. But uh, we can't. You got to be coachable. But we have a lot of fun with it, and uh, as well as uh, achieve quite a bit of success, as I said. So we take episodes of things, situations, during our coaching endeavors. We meet with our clients on a regular basis. And from that, we frame topics for our show. And we have fun with that. Certainly a lot of inside jokes go on there. And we talk about each other's clients or the clients. And uh, we don't have to say who it is because we know who they are. Adam and I do anyway. (laughs) right but uh, you know there's there's a lot of screw-ups depending on the type of business but there's a, a commonality many many situations that we frame basically are apparent in each business regardless of what industry you're in so we know what the heck's going to happen in many cases we're clairvoyant it seems in some some situations you can call the shots before they happen and uh we like to do is talk today with all these screw-ups that exist in companies, especially if they're closer to 25 employees. A lot of communication issues and screw-ups that, that can cost the company money. And uh, how long do you tolerate that? Or what do you do relative to trying to correct that? So how do I know? How do I know if the problem I'm faced with reoccurs more than once. How do I know when I have a a fireable offense? When do I finally say enough's enough? Uh, It can be said harshly or it could be said more uh, compassionately. But in any event, when do I know? When do I know when I have to fire somebody? When do I know that? Adam? When do you, when do you know it? When did you know it?
1: <laughs> it's a great, it's a great, it's a great question, Jack. It's one of those things we talk about small business a lot. And I think one of our favorite things about small business versus big business, Jack, is that you have a heart when it comes to small business. You know, those big corporations and big organizations can often feel very cold and impersonal. but uh, that heart part of the small business also comes with a lot of emotion, what you're talking about, right, Jack? And, and the emotions could be extreme highs, right? In terms of very excited, or it could be some extreme lows or getting upset or or often what happens is you make decisions emotionally as a small business owner. And we see that a lot. And it's rare that the emotions get more fired up, Jack, than they do when it comes to employees and what's going on with employees. Whether it be the extreme excitement of hiring a new employee is gonna be your best employee ever, or they come on board and they're gonna stay with you forever that one that your point has been frustrating you for for maybe months or years at this point you're trying to figure out is it time to maybe cut the cord and move on and try to balance all those things with as many folks know in today's current uh, environment is very difficult to find people to even show up for interviews all and show up for work at times so how do you balance all those things of you know perhaps letting somebody go versus having a live body versus nobody right kind of coming at you so you're trying to balance all these things and as a small business owner, to your point, Jack, if you have 25 employees or less, one person makes a big difference, can make a very really big difference. If you have an organization of thousands of employees, that one person isn't quite often missed as much as, let's say, maybe they are in a small business. But uh, for folks who are maybe not as familiar with small business, Jack, it might sound like a very simple question in terms of, like, what's a fireable offense? They, they, they may come from a, from a very... I guess, non-emotional standpoint to say, well, isn't it very clear what's fireable? I guess to a certain extent, there probably are some very common things that people say, hey, that's certainly a fireable offense, Jack. You know, things like stealing. All right. So if you're stealing from the company, you also can get caught stealing from the company. I think universally, that's probably a, it's okay to fire somebody for that. Would you, would you say that's probably, that's probably pretty common, commonly held? I would, I would
0: agree with that. Yeah.
1: All right. So, kind of related to that, be kind of maybe cheating. Is cheating considered? Also, we started to get a little gray because cheating is a little different than, than stealing, right? So, cheating what? <laughs> That's <laughs> so right. We, are, we, are we cheating a, a vendor? Are we cheating a, 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 a the business, the, the, the owner? Are we cheating a, a customer somewhere in between? How about lying? Hey, if I'm lying, if I'm lying to a customer or I'm lying to uh, whoever, mm-hmm. right? Is lying a Well All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it starts to get gray. Pretty quick, doesn't it, Jack? In terms of what's kind of going on. So, so if we—it's we... rare,
0: it's rare, Adam. It's rare that it's black and white. Even though, even though uh, the, the the government and and companies that have twenty five or more usually you're going to have HR people. And more and more definition is, is coming out with between regulations and companies trying to create the perfect environment where there is no reason to fire anybody, but that ain't happening. Uh, so yes, most of it's gray. The black and white stuff is easy. You know, you fight, you kill somebody, you do something crazy like that. That's easy, right? If you steal, that's easy. Oh, but, yeah, but even that, you most know,
1: most of it's like, okay, like a physical altercation happens. It happens in a warehouse or happens on a manufacturing floor. Is that a fire? Is that automatically somebody's
0: fired? Not usually, early. usually today. You know, when you say oh, automatic, okay. <laughs> what is automatic? Sort <laughs> of uh, killing somebody. You know, what, uh, there aren't too many things that are, are black or white, right? Even that isn't black or white today. <laughs> <laughs> right it it, it gets it gets very
1: gray very quickly that's kind of part of why why we're why we're talking about this because again it's it it seems like a very almost seems like a silly question on the on the surface like well of course it's pretty obvious what's fireable but it's not that's right it's it's not you know And, and so you're you're touching on things like okay so again we're bringing this up because again we get we get these phone calls we get these discussions we get we get a Pissed off owners calling because somebody made the same mistake for the seventeenth time. Jack, they keep making the same mistake over and over again. Okay, so it's a pattern. So what does that mean? Does that mean, it's a fireball fence. Is it a training issue? Usually, we'll start there. Usually, usually the owner is upset because somebody did something wrong, or they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't think about it, or they or they just weren't listening, or whatever might have happened. There's a lot of things that that starts to happen, but. At you know, at some point, like, hey, I'm sick of telling this person that, that you know these same things are working. That's it I'm done with them, okay, so is that again, is that a fireable offense or is it just it's a it's an annoyance it's uh something they have to work on, and maybe we need to put them in a different role, a different spot in the company, perhaps versus getting rid
0: of them well, one one nice feature of working in Ohio is we have a right to work law that basically uh allows us to terminate. Employees for no for for no reason, no cause, and that's that's helpful. It's helpful in going through the process of. Let's say you've been compassionate with somebody. You've you've tried training. You've tried different ways to have this employee correct his workability, uh, and it doesn't work. You can just lay him off. That's it. Right. You're finito, Adam. And uh, we love you, but it just isn't going to work out. And that's the end of it. That's compassionate. And that's, you know, and that's what, I don't know, I'm going to say uh, probably courts. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. I don't know what uh, what the trigger mechanisms are. And <laughs> basically, you know, they, they look to, to, well, what have you done to try to make this employee better? Well, what should I do? How much time and expense do I put into it? He's cost me already twenty thousand dollars and uh whatever's. So well, when do you when do you know?
1: Yeah, well all things have evolved. So let's you know we me go go back to something our, our audience can relate to, hopefully, for the most part. Uh, I am guessing they've seen the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Remember that movie?
0: Oh, yeah. That was Remember, a good loves that
1: movie. That's a lot of great characters in there. One of the one of the characters. Was played by uh, uh, Judge Reinhold. He was the older brother, Brad. Remember him?
0: In his pirate outfit,
1: the pirate Okay, so he was always working at fast food restaurants. like remember early in the movie, he'd been working at a, a burger place. He was there, and I don't know if he's the manager or something like that. But he'd been there for a little while, I think a couple of years in his high school career, so he's doing pretty well. And there was a scene early on where you know he basically told a customer off a little bit. You know, kind of disrespected the customer a little bit, right? And you know, the customer was offended. And he wanted to see the manager, and the manager basically fired him on the spot for dis- disrespecting the customer. Right? It wasn't a huge thing. It was like I think he used foul language. It recur- was something that, in today's, you know, to your point, Jack, in today's you know framing of stuff would have been like, okay, what's the big deal, right? But back then, you know, this was forty years ago when this was going on. Hey, if you disrespect the customer or talk bad to the customer, you're you're gone. Even though you know Brad seemed to be an otherwise. <clears throat> great employee, was doing well, responsible young guy, and yet all of a sudden, he got the ax. Done, right? yeah. So that's when he wound up going to the to the fish place with his pirate his pirate <laughs> outfit. <being> nuts, right? <laughs> but it, it's those kind of things where, okay, so if somebody disrespects a customer or another employee or disrespects the boss, heaven forbid, right? Is that a fireable fence? And I would say 90% of the time right now, it doesn't seem to be a fireable fence, Jack doesn't seem to be right your points okay We'll we'll find reasons not to maybe terminate somebody or things that will i guess it comes back to what are you willing to put up with to a certain extent that's part of you know as, as silly as it might sound you, what are you you know what are non-negotiables for you so i can come back to the hey okay, it's it's obvious for things like stealing okay well everybody's compass is a little bit different jack so what are your non-negotiables and and if if you don't know what those are, you should figure out what they are. Because otherwise you get very emotional because stuff happens. And something that maybe shouldn't be a fireball fence all of a sudden becomes one because you get so worked up because of it, right? Versus well, having a
0: checklist to go to. <laughs> things, things would well, it's almost infinite, though, the number of situations that can happen when people are working together. It, uh you know you can you can identify many i mean your your the list of possible infractions are again infinite so you know things things are condensed that's how people like to talk about them and always there's a complex world behind the word but you know things like uh, uh, harassment you know stalking things things that weren't really probably, and and certainly the, the the mainstream years ago, decades ago, for sure uh, are now pretty well condensed. So sexual harassment, what does that mean? Look at some of the crazy crazy interpretations that go out with that, and there, there's meteor uh, problems too that that basically are defined under these harassment uh, issues. And it's so easy to to create a problem within the company if somebody is feels they're sexually harassed and they file a a claim through the HR group or our attorneys or their attorneys or whoever. All of a sudden, we're defending now, and you know we, we have to investigate and put time and effort, and money into that. Uh, that's a big detriment to. What am I doing with this person? I'm running a company and and she's an employee. So we got to do what for that? We got to have it investigated by the regulators. And from there, you know, it it creates issues. So when is the time? When do I know? If it's the third time, Adam, and you keep chasing him, uh, that's a problem. So I'm going to have to separate you two. I can't do it with buildings. We only got one, and uh, it's it's a difficult situation. So when you say, "Yeah, how do I know when it's time?" There's an aggravation factor that that doesn't have a definition okay. to it. It's a subjective thing all the way.
1: That's it. A, that's a, that's a good point, Jack. Because again, it, it's the the real world. You can, you can never plan for all things. But you know, you you look at some of those maybe common irritants. Let's say. So you have somebody, you have that person who's always, you know, kind of calling off sick regularly. They get sick a lot. <clears throat> is, that a, is that a fireable offense? Yes. You really believe yes. they're sick all the time, right? Yeah, okay, well, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Or how about the folks who are habitually late? In fact, they may have come to the interview late, Jack, but you hear they are. So they, they kind of show themselves the interview, but here you are still having them. So are you, is that become, you know, hey, that's it. I know you've been late 102 times before, Jack, but it's that 103rd time. That's it. That's that's the last straw. I can't take it anymore. You know, or you do a no call, no show. You just don't show up for work one day. These things, these things happen. These, you know, these things are real situations that happen. And so, what do you do? You know, as the owner, what you typically do is you just you do whatever you got to do to get through the day. All right, you get very short term. you you, you, you push through it, and you kind of get to the next day, and the next day. Something else happens. And the reality of it is, as you're pointing out, Jack, is you often don't have time to sit down and scratch my chin and ponder, hey, how am I going to handle all these things? Right. Because stuff's flying at you in real time, day to day. You don't necessarily have time to maybe think about this stuff. And it can often feel good to react. Right. And react to something. Okay. And
0: sure, get it off your chest. Emotion. Right.
1: That's right. And you maybe regret it <laughs> half hour later or the next day. Oops. Well no, the, the
0: best the best thing to do if it if it isn't an outright obvious major harassment, whatever that may be. yeah, uh, you know, if I have trouble with you, Adam, it's incumbent on me to bring you into an office, a quiet place where it's just you and I and I talk about what just happened. I'm I'm upset about it, I'm disappointed, blah, blah, blah. You know. And write a little note and put it in your file the date and what uh, the, the, the stuff that you talked about, a couple sentences or a paragraph or two, and uh, stick it in a file. And you accumulate these, or you don't. That's the only one in five years. That's pretty good. Or you have none. That's even better. But uh, you have a, a little file that if all of a sudden things are on that borderline problem, that should I get rid of them or shouldn't I? And How should I document this for later issues, if there are issues? I got a a little pattern that I can show date, time, and what the subject was. I'm comfortable, I mean, with with that kind of uh, opportunity given to somebody, and they squander it, and they, you know, just just a bad employee. That's somebody you got to get rid of. People on the margin, that's always the problem. What do you do? How many chances do you give them? And right. it then be, doesn't become that complicated; it becomes pretty easy and straightforward.
1: So one of the one of the questions we ask people a lot, and it comes from one of our favorite books we read years ago, by uh, Jim Collins, called "Good to Great." And he, he he takes this 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 question about firing or somebody leaving, and I think put a you know really good framework around it to help get some clarity. So the question he asks is, "Well, if that person comes in, instead of you firing that person, let's pretend that person comes in, and that person resigns. They give you, they give you their uh, their two week notice. How do you feel about them coming and giving two week notice? Are you, are you distraught, upset? Like, what, what are we going to do? You know, we got to do what we can. To hold on to this person, or are you secretly relieved?" That, that person took themselves out. All right, it's a good test, and that's uh that's one of those great tests because it, it you know it really it really <laughs> clarifies stuff, doesn't it? Because every time we ask somebody a question, Jack, we usually get one of those smirks back. All right, it's a, it's that one of those it's one of those knowing smirks, like. That's a good question. <laughs> or they, they they put it on whatever the situation is being like, okay, and they immediately have the response. Cause it, it's it, it's that relief. Again, come back to come back to, to that emotion, back to that heartbeat. It's a big part of this. How do you feel about that? And so we've had that happen. I can't I can't even count how many times, Jack, and what the hundreds of clients that we've coached where that's happened before. And you can almost hear the sigh of relief coming from not only the owner, but the rest of the organization. Hey, that person's finally gone and, and and that's usually how it goes it's it, it usually takes some time I think mean, to your point Jack there isn't a there's probably a handful of these things that hey it's no matter what these are fireable offenses you know you talk about it all the time one of the things that we we coach all of our clients on Jack is to start to open up and be more transparent with the business in terms of what's happening and, and presenting to your employees and educating them about profit and, and how the company's doing and we're very big fans of that and people always get a little Nervous about that, Jack. They get nervous when we're talking about numbers and money and that kind of stuff. And the owners are often holding us so very close to the vest. And we encourage <clears> that to be be let out. And we and they talk about, well, hey, what if somebody starts to abuse that stuff? They're getting information about what everybody's making because what we talk about is the, the the one thing we don't encourage sharing is what people make. All right, everything else is 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 open fodder in terms of how we're how money's coming in, how money's being spent. But in terms of what people are being compensated, that's not something that, that you want to broadcast and talk about. But people in the company will, will become aware of that. You, you have key people. So as we talk about often, it might be the office manager. Or the people often refer to him as the bookkeeper, Jack, you know, the person taking care of some of the stuff. They all of a sudden become aware of what people are making. And so you have a very direct discussion. I've heard you give this speech you a know, hundred times. That, hey, if you come in and you start to use that information to your advantage, all of a sudden you're going to be negotiating things, or whatever it might be, or, or whatever it might be. If you use that information the way it's not supposed to be used, you're done. All right, there, you know, just, you're very clear up front. Here's, here, you know, just so you know, day one, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no gray area here. It's very black and white. So, are we clear on that? So, all of a sudden, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. So you you have those kind of again. Lay them down in the law. Here it is. Here's, here are things we're going to abide by. And then everything else becomes, I don't know if it becomes a feel to it, Jack. But yeah, it comes down to what do you, it's like any relationship. What are you willing to put up with in that relationship? You know, how much is too much? How much is, you know, they've gone too far? You know, as you're balancing those scales, of value delivered versus the pain in the butt kind of, you know, things going on. So you have to try, You try to balance
0: those. You know, you you uh, you mentioned, and I, I agree a hundred percent. You know that confidential information shouldn't just be shared. And payroll is the biggest contribution or, or biggest uh, uh, possibility for that to happen. But effective today or yesterday, November first, New York City. If you're a major corporation, I, I don't remember how they define that you basically have to start as of November 1st posting where it's posted. I don't know, somewhere in your employee dining room or something. Uh, You have to start posting ranges of job positions. So it's starting, it's starting today in New York based companies, New York city based companies that, you know, if you're working with uh, Goldman Sachs or somebody, you have to have all your, your, uh, compensation ranges and the like posted it's it's one more step in the regulation scenarios that basically start going with all this information is going to be made available to everybody not just the ceos and the c-suite people uh, so it's going to be an open book it's the last vestige of high confidential information except for science projects and the like but uh so that's even though we've been talking about it and it's the right way, uh, it's going to be torn down like so many other things going on right now. Just thought I'd pass that one along. More to come. So we usually, we've been advising that everything that goes on in the business is outside of health and and compensation uh, is a private matter and a favorable offense. So anyway, I thought I'd... Uh, us
1: up to date on that one no it's okay i i remember reading about it jack and as you were talking i i'm going to put a a note i'll put a link in our in our show notes for that it's called the new york city pay transparency law
0: uh, okay
1: sounds wonderful doesn't it <clears throat> so yeah that could be that could be a whole different show in terms of well is that is that a good thing or a bad thing
0: well, what'll happen is, uh, is you'll you'll bring it up now with your supervisor and start complaining that you aren't being paid enough. It's the other guy, and we'll go back to our earlier discussion a few minutes ago that we're going to cause problems in the company, and it's gonna, you're going to get fired. You know, look at him, God damn it! Quit, quit asking me that. You're asking me every day. You, you look at this report, and you you uh, you want to get over here, and you want to do this, and blah blah blah. We start arguing. <clears throat> So you now become an undesirable employee and you get fired. <laughs> Unintended consequences.
1: Well, what's interesting mm-hmm. about that is, you know, part of what we talk about all the time too is obviously pay is important. And we talk about that and and, and our approach to that, Jack, is we will we, we'll, we'll guide our clients to, you know, pay, pay your people well. And the goal we kind of get to <clears> is to be in that top 25%, let's say, in terms of if you look at your industry-wise in terms of where you are. But, you know, you want to aim for being that top quartile versus say that bottom quartile, Jack, right? now but pay isn't everything you know it's one of a handful of things and and so you often see you know different areas are at different cities different different towns and states will have different lists of the best companies to work for maybe you've seen some of those lists in in your locality or you've got some nationalists too but they're kind of like these best companies to work for i guess i look at that as maybe they're combining those two jack right so if you look at those award-winning companies are the best companies to work for. They, they do a lot of these other great things in terms of their atmosphere and how they take care of their employees. And so if I can now match that with also, I can now list and see, well, who pays best, right? And okay, what happens is, yeah, I wonder what will happen. Will you have the best paying companies also be the ones that are the, that are the, the best companies to work for? Versus, yeah, as we talk all the time, it's okay, well, yeah, pay is good. It's important, but also there's other things. There's being involved, what's going on, especially when it comes to small business, right? To be able to be involved in in decisions, to be able to have your voice be heard, to have opportunities to grow and get better, to have some flexibility. You talk about the modern age, right? To have some flexibility in your schedule, what's going on. So there's a lot of other things that come to what makes it a good place to be. And the pay is one of those, but it's, it's it's just one of those, right? So I guess you're predicting this will create some more havoc as it relates to potential fireable things that are going to be going on or what's happening jack that we now everybody knows what everybody else is making or at least what those stated numbers are And you know there's gonna be some ways around it aren't there
0: oh uh, yeah. you know there's there's gonna be problems in the ongoing you know for years initially before it settles into something right it'll be interesting times
1: so yeah just you know what, what we need jack is more laws right
0: yeah, that'll that'll straighten things out. Well, more
1: laws and regulations make it more difficult <clears> for an owner, and more more things to follow, more guidelines to follow, of stuff to do, more stuff that more boxes to check off. that are not necessarily adding value; just creating more bureaucracy. So, that's another another topic for another day. But I'm glad you brought it up. and like I said, I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put a note for our show notes in terms of that uh, that transparency law.
0: It's good. Okay. But our,
1: our main topic and come back to our main topic today, talk about a fireable fence. It's something that we, we know it's a common a common issue. And it's your point, Jack, you know, people don't have that list. Like here's if it go back to my wall, here's a list of all those those common fireable fences. You come in, do any one of these things, you know, you're out of here, right? It isn't that it isn't that black and white. It's, you know, and we want to make sure we kind of touch on it today because it's a again, it's a common challenge. It's one of the things that, that that we do here. This is episode three hundred and forty-one of Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and we try to cover those topics that we know are are ongoing challenges and opportunities for small businesses. And when it comes to firing an employee, that's a big deal. And and knowing what is a fireable, non-fireable offense for your business. And it is, it's your business. So you can decide what is a fireable, non-fireable offense to a great extent. And use that freedom, use it well. Don't use it lightly, but use it well and, and be aware of it. So have those things that are there. To help you again also help take some of that emotion out of it. So you're making a decision that you aren't gonna regret the next day when you wake up. Oops, what was I thinking? All right, to your point. You know, let me know like cooler heads prevail. If it's a very great issue, sleep on it for that day. Come back the next day. But address it to your point. Don't, don't let it fester. Right. If something goes wrong, <laughs> you gotta you gotta take it head on. If not in that moment, set up a you know a discussion for the next day. Because usually what will happen is you both have a chance to think about something. And if something's not right, you can um, make amends. Hey, sorry, boss. I screwed up. Won't happen again. All right. Good enough. I appreciate, you know, or or, hey, I was getting ready to fire yesterday, Jack, but I thought about it and it's like, okay, I don't want this to happen again, but here's why I'm here's why I was so upset. So we talk, you talk talk it it out. That's right. The same, the same guidance that they would give us when I was coaching, you know, CIO basketball, Jack. Hey, if you're a parent, don't don't reach out to the coach after the game, and if you're a coach, don't respond to the parent. Give it a day, because you're, you're coming out of that. You know, you're coming out of, off the court. Your your emotions are a certain place. You're not in that place to have that kind of calm discussion. So let it let it sit for the day and come back tomorrow and talk about it. That's that's often a good a good guidance or something like this as well. And if it still makes sense the next day, then it's probably fire. Do it, Jack. Right. That's right. Go do it. Good. All right, so that's, that's our show for today. Appreciate y'all being part of uh, part of the show and listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, like we said, we can get the other 340 episodes at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. You click on the, ep, uh, uh, the episodes tab, you can search the search bar, You can search whatever topic or, or, or show you're looking for. If the topic you're looking for doesn't come back with the shows that, that, that fit what you're looking for, send us an email at radio at maximumvp.com. You can also give us a call at 330-849-0670. happy to either answer the question for you directly or do like we did today and put together a show because chances are, if you have the question, somebody else does as well, we'll be happy that you asked it and we'll get a chance to kind of give some of our our insight and experience on that particular topic as well. So that's what we got for you today. Oh, I forgot too. If you have a a smart device, you can go to your favorite podcast player, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe. You search for dirty secrets of small business you get not only the new episodes that drop every thursday morning but all the prior episodes as well so that's the show we got for you today again thank you for, for listening and we'll talk with you all next week
0: bye